What's up, everyone? Before I start today's podcast, I just want to give a big shout out to Longhorn Helicopters here in Fort Worth, Texas. If you're looking for the best rotorcraft operator in North Texas, then look no further than Longhorn Helicopters. Are you looking to get your rotorcraft license? Their confident team of instructors will get you in the air. Are you on a tight schedule and need to get somewhere in and around the North Texas area? Longhorn will get you there efficiently, effectively, and enjoyably. Do you have special jobs that need aerial support? They will make it happen in a cost-efficient way. Are you looking for an unforgettable tour of the DFW Metroplex? Longhorn Helicopters is ready to make memories with you. You know, guys, I personally know Eli and the entire team over at Longhorn, and they go above and beyond for all their clients, and they're ready to take on any task with you. In fact, Longhorn Helicopters launched the first ever Love is in the Air event this year, which was a huge success for all the DFW content creators that came out to support the event. There has never been an event like this in DFW before, and they're looking forward to creating the next big experience or event with you. If you want to learn more about Longhorn Helicopters and the services they provide, check them out at longhornhelicopters.com. You can check them out on Facebook at Longhorn Helicopters, or you can head over to their Instagram at Longhorn Helicopters. Go give them a follow and see how they can help you create memories, get you where you need to be, become the next FAA rotorcraft pilot, or help you in your business with aerial applications. Guys, Longhorn Helicopters is truly DFW's elite flight training and helicopter commercial services company. Now on to today's episode. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of AvGeek Chronicles. I am your host, Colin, the chief AvGeek, aviation maniac, or whatever you want to call me, here on AvGeek Chronicles. Guys, today is going to be a little bit of a different episode uh, than all my previous ones, because now that I'm a private pilot, uh, got to find some more content for you, and this one should be pretty fun today. Since I have finished, I have been uh, having a lot of fun doing a little bit of reflecting on why aviation has attracted so much of my attention lately. Uh, really, what has turned me into this app geek that I am um, today is something that I've really been reflecting on. Literally, you can probably ask my wife if I hear or see an airplane or a helicopter or any type of uh, plane or whatever flying through the sky, um, my eyes go straight up to the sky and I'm literally searching for it. Heck, our office uh, is slowly taking uh, an aviation travel theme at home. You know, I'm kind of taking this uh, taking this over because I'm, you know, I just love aviation. People know me so well that one of our very close family friends uh, for our wedding got us a wall mural of this rustic classic aircraft, and it's now lining our office wall. It's really, really cool. I think they got it from Pottery Barn, and I think uh, there's some more people out there that got it, but it was really, really popular, and I fell in love with it. It's really big, um, and I, I mean, I absolutely adore it. Now, some of you are probably like, what are you talking about, Colin? I love aviation too, but I'm not an av geek. You know, I'm not this av geek. Well, not so fast, guys. Today, I'm going to go through the top 10 ways you know you're an av geek. If you say yes to any of these, you have av geek in you. So let's get started. Reason number 10 that you're an av geek. The day that in-flight cockpit visits were barred was a very sad day for you. I know it was for me. This was so true because I remember the first time that I was invited uh, in the cockpit of a commercial airliner. In fact, if I remember correctly, it was down at Phoenix Harbor Airport, Phoenix Sky Harbor, 
and we were connecting through um through phoenix on an america west flight uh, and we didn't have to change planes so everybody got off we stayed on uh, they counted us uh, and then there was this break um, so the pilots let me and my family come up in front and literally that was a life-changing experience then the pilots uh, gave me the real plastic wings pin not that plastic wings pin that you get from uh, you know the stewardess if you're a kid no this had the the little metal attachment to the back and it was the wings and I literally I felt like you know I was the boss uh, you know being young and being able to be up in the cockpit, look at the controls, talk to the pilot, and then get wings. That was pretty boss-like. I think my parents had a feeling way back in the day that, you know, I had this itch for aviation after they, every time we got on a plane, can I go to the cockpit? Can I go to the cockpit? I think they figured it, uh, figured it out a long time ago. Reason number nine your house, office, cube is a gallery of aircraft models, photos, aviation patches, or memorabilia. I'm so guilty of this too. The funny thing is, I don't consider myself a collector or a hoarder at all. In fact, if you asked my wife, she'd probably tell you I'm one of the biggest minimalists she's ever met. But for some reason, when it comes to aviation stuff, I legitimately have plenty of it. I have aviation patches hanging up at my desk at work. I have aircraft models at my desk at home. I have aviation photos and an aircraft mural at home. I know this is true with other folks too, um, because I had a boss when I was living in Illinois for a year uh, who also had aircraft models in his office. So the first time that I met him and I walked in to introduce myself when I started at that, uh, at that job, I asked, are you a pilot? Sure enough, he was. He's an av geek. He had memorabilia uh, in his office. So that's reason number nine. Reason number eight. When you're out and about, you're the one correcting everyone else who has a misconception about aircraft, airplanes, helicopters, whatever aircraft. When it comes to aircraft, airlines, or any industry trivia, you know your stuff and you don't like people spreading fake news about an industry you're so passionate about. You also think it's crazy when you hear that people hate flying. Like literally, you hate flying? Like how is that even possible? Like literally people, flying is the greatest thing that man can do on this earth. It was one of the biggest technological advances um, in modern history. And this also means you're a staunch supporter of everything aviation, and you know it's a safe hobby, it's a safe way to travel, and you'll whip out every single example in order to prove it. That is reason number eight, that you know you're an av geek. Reason number seven on why you are an av geek. You have booked an unconventional itinerary just to fly on a new aircraft type. Literally another reason that I'm guilty of being this hashtag ab geek, I swear. Literally, I've done all these. Uh, I remember a few years back when the 787 first came to the American Airlines fleet and I was living outside Chicago. I needed to go to Dallas for a business trip. That was a route that they started one of their first 787s on. And I legitimately went online and I booked a specific flight just so I could fly on that aircraft and experience it. I've also booked an international trip to Germany just so I could take my first trip on a Boeing 747 and sit on the top deck. Literally, that was my dream. I've always wanted to fly on a 747, but it wasn't just sitting inside. I wanted to say I sat on the top deck. I know, aviation nerd, whatever, call me an avgeek. 
And I also use this strategy uh, to book on aircraft I don't enjoy flying on. <laughs> cough, cough. The Boeing 757 and 767. I try everything to stay away from those aircraft. I've gotten stuck on them a few times. And they're the worst, literally. They're good airplanes, but from a passenger standpoint, they're they're just not good. I try to stay away from those aircraft, so I use that strategy to get on the ones that I want and to get on the ones that I don't want. So that's reason number seven. Reason number six, that you are an av geek. You always book the window seat. Guys, this one is pretty easy. You know, as people, we're always interesting. Uh, you know, we're interested in seeing what's going on around us and we want to know where we are. So this one is easy. As aviators, we love seeing what's going on outside the aircraft, whether that be the weather, the cities below us, or aircraft passing by. We are pretty nosy people and we need to see everything going on. Personally, I really enjoy the window seat and every Wednesday you can check out my hashtag window seat Wednesday post that I put out on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Guys, when you're, you know, when you're 30, 40, 50,000 feet um, up in the air, or if you're in a general aviation aircraft and you're 6,000 feet up in the air, there is nothing like that feeling and just that visual you get when you're that high and you can legitimately see most of the world. And this is views that the average person just can't see. So reason number six is because you always book the window seat. Reason number five. Guys, I really, uh, I really love this one. You have more window airplane images in your phone than images of your family. Literally, I'm going through my phone right now because I, you know, I saw this in my notes and uh, this is 100% true for me. You know, it's funny because my wife always complains that I have more photos of uh, airplanes and window seat views on my phone than I do of us. And I told her, yeah, I should probably fix that one, shouldn't I? But uh, that's what happens, you know, when you love aviation, you just, every time you see something in regards to aviation, you have to take a picture of it. You just do. So where were we? We were on reason number five. So we're going to reason number four now. Reason number four, you're an av geek. When you were a kid, your plastic pilot wings were legitimately the best gift you could ever get. You know, it was like when I first got mine, it was a gift from heaven. If you stepped onto an airplane as a kid uh, and the pilot gave you those plastic airline wings, not the sticky ones. No, no, no. Because those are like fake ones in my book. No, the real plastic wings that you could pin onto your own shirt and it would stay there. That pilot was God in your eyes and you became the happiest kid, happiest individual on legitimately the face of this earth. If you've ever gotten those airplane plastic, uh, the airline plastic wings as a kid, do not lie to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about and the feeling that you had when you first got them. Reason number three, that you're an av geek. You find turbulence to be fun. Yes, us av geeks, we find turbulence fun while other people, you know, find it to be scary and, uh, you know, crazy. You know, most people think we're really, really strange for this, but turbulence, kind of fun, actually, especially when you understand what it is. Um, but that fun, you know, does have limits. And if you're flying along and then it feels like you dropped 500 feet immediately, then, yeah, maybe that's a little different story. 
in my book, turbulence is just like a roller coaster. You know, you have your ups, you have your downs, and uh, it's kind of crazy how the science works. I kind of wish people would realize that aircraft are made to make it through turbulence. They will make it through. That's how they're made. That's how they're tested. And, you know, people shouldn't freak out when it happens. It's just it's just the way flying happens. Um, but reason number three why you're in Avcrete, you, for some reason, find turbulence to be fun. Reason number two. You know all the top aviation companies in the industry. Yes, you are an AvGeek if you can name off all the biggest names in the aviation business. From Boeing, to Airbus, to Cessna, to Beechcraft, to Hawker, to Gulfstream, to Bombardier, to Bell, to Robinson, to MD, on and on and on. If you can name most of these companies, you got some AvGeek in you. Now, to the reason number one why I think Everyone is an av geek. Anytime you hear an airplane or a helicopter or any type of aircraft in the sky, it's your trained reaction to look up. Why? Because us humans love to see things. And when it's just crazy how things fly, our eyes go to it. We all look up to the sky and aviators especially can't keep their eyes off of it. Anytime you hear the jets or the rotors chopping up the air, your eyes immediately get plastered to the sky. You know, my wife sent me a picture once, um, if I remember correctly. It was one of those meme pictures. It has this baby with, a, with its mouth and eyes wide open, plastered up against a glass sliding door. And it said something like, my reaction, you know, quote unquote, my reaction when I hear an airplane go by, end quote. I hate to break it to all you. But I know so many of you out there that do this, and I'm guilty of this as well. Aviation fascinates everyone, and it fascinates you so much that if your ears hear an airplane or a helicopter, your head is just programmed to look up. It just is. You, walk, you sit down in a restaurant, and you hear airplanes go by. People look up, you know, everywhere. People are going to look up what's passing by. When that happens, you know you have come underneath the AvGeek spell. Every, every, everybody finds airplanes and helicopters and all type of aircraft so fascinating. And if your eyes look up, sorry guys, you're an AvGeek. Well, since I know pretty much everyone can say, you know, I'm guilty of at least one of these things, we have a lot more AvGeeks out there in the world than you really think. But that's okay because aviation is one of the greatest communities in the world. And in my book, the more AvGeeks, the merrier. Well, guys, that's all I have for you today, folks. And I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. So from your chief AvGeek, I say to you, blue skies and tailwinds. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to today's podcast. If you like what you heard or have any recommendations, it would mean the world, and I mean the world to me, if you would leave a rating, commented on this podcast, liked it, subscribed to this podcast on whatever your favorite platform is. Your voice and word of mouth is what will continue to make AvGeek Chronicles a growing podcast. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode.